0: He's a very restless traveller for someone who's nearly nine years old. He can't just sit back and listen to a CD, oh no. He's always wanting muesli bars or lemonade or a game of I Spy. Then, when he gets really bored, he starts poking me with his foot just to start an argument. He finds arguments much more entertaining than scenery. Most boys of his age are like that, I've noticed. They won't spend more than five seconds looking at a view, but they have to wrestle with someone at least three times a day. If only I had two brothers instead of one. They could wrestle with each other and then I wouldn't have to put up with so much poking and prodding. We ate lunch in the Blue Mountains. Mum had packed us a picnic with wholemeal bread and apples, but at least she brought us some ice cream as well. I had a chocolate ice cream and Beethan's was blue. He smeared it all over his t shirt and dripped it onto mum's white shorts. That's when she told him that she wouldn't be getting any more blue ice cream. It was unhealthy, she said, full of additives. I guess she must have been right, because the next day, Beethan came running out of the toilet exclaiming that his poo was bright green. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We reached the Jenolan Caves just after two o'clock in the afternoon. To get to the caves you have to drive over a series of rolling hills before plunging down, down, down into a very long deep valley with a small river running through it. The lower you go, the shadier it gets. The road is really narrow with a lot of hairpin bends and Ray was sweating by the time we hit the bottom. But what we saw then was well worth the strain on his nerves because we found ourselves face to face with an enormous tunnel. "'You've never seen anything like this tunnel. "'It's the height of a six-storied building "'and carved into a sheer wall of rock. "'You can drive your car right through it. "'In fact, we did drive our car right through it.' "'This is the Grand Arch,' said Ray "'as we crawled along in the dimness. "'I remember this.' "'Is it one of the caves?' asked Bethan. "'The caves are mostly underground.' Mum replied, and suddenly we were in the sunshine again, surrounded by people and buildings and footpaths and signs. Ahead of us was something that looked like a gigantic half-timbered mansion with red umbrellas lined up in front of it. This, according to Ray, was the famous Janolan Cave's house. He turned left before he reached it and parked in the guest's car park, which was chiselled into a hillside behind the hotel. The minute I got out of the car... I knew that we were somewhere special. There was a feeling about the place. The valley walls were so high and close that they seemed to be nudging at your heels. It was like being in a pocket. We passed a mysterious door in a cliff face as we made our way out of the car park. High above, a scattering of little houses clung desperately to the bushy slopes. Trees were pressing in on all sides. Rounding a corner, we found ourselves back on the road. To our right, the grand arch loomed mysteriously. Look! Look! cried Bethan. There's that arch again. We'll look at it later, said Ray. Right now we have to get our rooms sorted out. Are the underground caves as big as that arch, Mum? Are they all like that? I can't remember, Bethan. I don't think so. We'll find out soon, OK? After we unpack. So we went into Cave's house. It's the only place you can stay at around there. Its reception hall has fake marble pillars and a parquet floor and a sweeping staircase. There's also a gift shop opening off the hall. Bethan headed straight for the gift shop, naturally. Bethan, Mum yelled when she realised where he was. Allie, will you go and get him, please? We'll check out the gift shop later. OK. Tell him we have to get organised and then we can have... Oh! "'Hi, Richard!' Richard Boyer had suddenly emerged from the gift shop. For those of you who haven't met Richard, like Bettina, for instance, let me just say that he's very tall and thin, with bright blue eyes, curly hair and glasses. I guess he was hanging around the reception hall because he had organised the tour and felt that he ought to be on hand when everyone arrived. Richard is a long-time member of PRISM. He takes it very seriously.' The woman with him was quite short. She had wavy brown hair caught up in a beret, and a calm face and dark eyes. She also wore glasses. I don't know if it was the glasses or the way she was leaning against him, but as soon as I saw her, I knew that she must be Richard's new girlfriend.